0: Good evening, happy Wednesday. Hope you're having a great week. Uh, We're so thankful uh, that you've joined with us tonight. I just pray uh, the Lord uh, greatly, greatly, greatly uh, bless you. Uh, Let's do that. Let's just pray uh, tonight and uh, start out seeking the Lord and giving Him uh, our time together. Pray with me, would you? Let's just give Him this time and let's open up our hearts. Lord, we love you. Uh, We are thankful uh, for the time that we have tonight to be together and the time that we have tonight to enter into your word. And we pray, Lord, that you would just come and that you would move, that you would speak. Uh, We say, come, Lord, uh, have your will and your way in our time together. Uh, We open up our hearts, each and every one of us, to you. And we just ask that you would just plant in us what we need planted in us. And that you'd, if there's anything we need pulled out, that you'd pull it out. If there's any area that we need rebuking, uh, Lord, that you'd come and rebuke. Or any area that we need encouragement, Lord, that you'd come and encourage. You know where each and every one of us are tonight. And we pray through our time with you and our time in your word that you would just speak to us. And change each and every one of us. We ask you for life change tonight. Let us be changed uh, by our time in your word, yes, by our time with you, by our yes, time Jesus. together. We pray this in Jesus' mighty yes, name. Lord. And all God's people said, amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Well, last Wednesday night, we uh, started talking about uh, living by faith uh, in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ and um kind of the reason that we we got into that is joy and i both i think felt a little stirred up to uh to uh to have that conversation because uh, feeling like these crazy times that we're living in uh, that that this year 2020 and how crazy it's been could so easily you know, bump some of us mm-hmm. or knock some of us off track you know maybe not completely but maybe just a little bit to where to where we're not living by faith the way that we ought to be, to where we're not living by our faith in Jesus the way that we ought to be, to where we start, and, and not even intentionally maybe, mm. but we start you know living by fear mm. a little bit, yeah. uh, or uh, or living by our feelings. Uh, a little bit or you know or living uh for uh, fun that mm-hmm. uh, seems kind mm-hmm. of weird to me to, to even say that but but there's a lot of people mm-hmm. and most of them aren't in jesus but yeah. Yeah. a lot of people who that's how they live they don't they yeah. don't live for anything else but fun it's right. you know it's it's why they're it's why on monday they're they can't wait till friday because they're just living living for fun living for fun living for fun living for fun living by feelings you know many many are living by failure uh, or by other people's Mm. uh, failures all kinds of stuff but we the people of god who have trusted jesus as lord uh, and savior who see him for who he is the only begotten son of god uh, our only hope uh, and and our lord and king and god uh, we don't live that way that's right we live by faith in our Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ. So let's take some time tonight and, and continue to talk about this and, uh, and look a little bit deeper into uh, what it looks like to live uh, by uh, faith in Jesus Christ. And maybe, uh, you know, if, if you've been bumped a little bit and, and maybe you don't even realize you've been bumped a little bit, tonight the Holy Spirit will use this time uh, to show you that you need to get back on track because right. you're not living by faith in yeah. Christ. Uh, the way that you need to be living by faith yes. in Jesus Christ. Yeah. One of my favorite passages of scripture you know, that really speaks about this and, and is very relevant to our conversation uh, is 1 Corinthians 15. Now, I think maybe Paul was feeling a little bit of this with the Corinthian church and he just shares with them the gospel mm. and he reminds them that this gospel thats that I've preached, this is what you have believed and this is what you've taken your stand on. And maybe we need reminded tonight what we believe, and what we stand on and have dedicated our lives to. Let's start reading First uh, Corinthians 15, verse 1. Uh, now, brothers and sisters, I wanted to remind you of the gospel I preach to you. Uh, again, this is Paul uh, writing uh, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Uh, I want to remind you of the gospel I preach to you, which you received and on which you have taken your stand Mm. you know i know i know i have received jesus as savior and i have taken my stand on him and on him i stand today and for the rest of my life and i know that you have taken this stand as well and i know that many of you have taken this stand as well but sometimes crazy times can bump us a little Mm. bit maybe Mm -hmm. you've got a foot off yeah and you need to get a foot back on (laughs) because we want both feet firmly planted forever On our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is the gospel I preached, which you received, and you have taken your stand. By this gospel you are saved. (laughs) Hallelujah. Mm. No other gospel saves, but the gospel uh, that is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is a gospel that saves. If you hold, see here it is again, if you hold firmly to the word I preach to you, otherwise you have believed in vain. Right? We do not want to be a people uh, that are that are letting go of our faith. You know, times have gotten a little tough and things are a little bit difficult, so we're letting go of our, our faith or, or, or taking a foot off of Jesus. Mm. We want to be firmly standing yes. on Christ. Yes. We want to be holding firmly to our faith and our Lord and Savior, right. Jesus Christ. So now he takes a few moments and reminds us of the gospel of our faith uh, in Jesus. He says, for what I received, I pass on to you as of first importance that Christ died for our sins, yes. according to the scriptures, that he was buried and that he was raised on the third day, according to the scriptures. So here we see Jesus crucified. We see him buried mm. and we see him risen. Mm. Paul reminding us of the gospel. And in verse five, it says this, and that he appeared to Peter and then to the 12. After that, he appeared to more than 500 of our brothers at the same time, most of whom are still living at that time. We're still uh, alive. uh, So that that if you, at this time when this was written, if you wanted to, you could go talk to them Mm. and they would tell you that they saw Jesus crucified (laughs) and they saw him risen again. Paul just proving here that Jesus has... Uh, risen oh, and that he is who he says yes. he is. amen. After that he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers at the same time, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. Verse 7, then he appeared to James, and then he and to James, then to all the apostles, and then Paul says and then last of all he appeared to me also as to one abnormally born so Paul says I saw Jesus as well he Mm. appeared to me and I know that he was crucified that he was buried and that he rose again verse 9 Paul says this for I am the least of the Apostles and do not even deserve to be called an Apostle because I persecuted the church of God so at one point in time uh, he's not he's not preaching Jesus he's trying to stop the preaching Mm. of Jesus but when Jesus appears to him and he sees Jesus for who he is, then he becomes a, a passionate proclaimer of the gospel right, right. of Jesus' name. Verse 10, it says this, Paul speaking still, he says, but by, but by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace to me was not without effect. He said the grace of God that, that looks like this, Jesus revealing himself to him. He said, that's the grace of God to me, even though I persecuted the church and didn't deserve it, Jesus still came and revealed himself to me. And he said, that grace of God, it didn't have a non-effect on me or or didn't have no effect on me. He said, it affected me, yeah. it changed his right. life. Yes. You see our faith and trust in Jesus mm. Christ affects us. Yeah. It changes and transforms yeah. our lives. And then he, he ends this this part of it, Uh, with this he says no he he says no this did affect me and he says now uh, I work harder than all of them yet not I but the grace of God that was with me Mm. whether then it was I or they this is what we preach and this is what you believed." He said, man, the grace of God so affected me, my faith and trust in Jesus so transformed me that now I was working to persecute the church and now I'm working harder than anybody else. Mm-hmm. And it was true, he yeah. was. I'm working harder than anybody else to preach and proclaim the gospel of Jesus' name. I want you to know that that when we put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ, that our lives are changed that's right. and we live different yes. and we don't live. It has an effect on that's us right. and we don't live by fear right. anymore and we don't live for fun anymore. And, and, you know, because living for fun ultimately at the end of the day mm-hmm. ends up not being all that much fun. Right. That, it runs right. out and we don't and live. there's
1: world fun and there's Jesus fun. That's right. It's still fun living to live for, for the Lord. That's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> <Preach. Amen. laughs>
0: Praise the Lord. Uh, we don't we don't live for our feelings anymore uh, we've been affected in such a way that our lives are shifted and changed and we live by faith in Jesus Christ yeah. by by our by our faith in him and that that just looks looks completely different yeah. so
1: what does that look like well you know we were, when we were talking about what we we're going to talk about tonight we kind of titled it the faith effect yeah. you know and so we want the faith to affect our life. Not only infect, but infect and, yes. you know, just totally permeate yes. and, and take over Amen. our life. Faith needs to do that. Our Amen. faith in Jesus needs to do that. Thank and Jesus. so I wanted to just kind of, um, when I was thinking about faith, I was thinking about assurance. You know, like I have full assurance in the mm. Lord Jesus Christ, my faith, and in, in, you know, and that, that brings faith. And so I wanted to read Hebrews 10. So let's go to Hebrews 10, 18. Um, Hebrews could be be titled the faith chapter, you know, the the faith book. Um, But Hebrews 10, 18 says this, Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, Mm -hmm. by a new and living way opened for us through the curtain that is his body, And since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings. When I am living my life full of faith in Jesus Christ and living in in faith, then it brings a full assurance to me. And so I just wanted to tell you what assurance means. Okay, I just looked up definition of assurance. Um, It is a statement that something will happen or is true made in order to remove any doubt about it. Yes. Hmm. It al- is also an added, this is assurance, it's an attitude of being certain that something is true. Yes, amen. The faith effect on my life, knowing that what Jesus has done for me is true. Yes. The blood of Jesus has made a way for me to enter into the most holy place. That is my assurance, it is true. Hmm. It is also a feeling or an attitude of confidence i have confidence and it brings um, a full assurance that faith brings this is assurance okay i also wanted to read um just kind of tell you some stories of some people that lived by faith so we're going to go to hebrews 11 i bet you didn't guess that but we're going to go to hebrews 11 and we're going to start with verse 1 and then i'm going to break down some of these things but hebrews 11:1 says this now faith Is confidence in what we hope for Mm -hmm. and assurance that is something that I know will happen that is true that is something that I the statement that is that I know is going to happen and it's just taken every doubt away from me Mm -hmm. faith now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance that's an attitude of being certain that what I'm about to say right now here in, in the Word of God is true about what we do not see an assurance about what we do not see. Now I'm going to read, read that again. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for, and assurance about what we do not see. Yes. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command, so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. Why do we not believe in evolution? because <laughs> by faith we know that it was created by the word of God yes. that God spoke it and it came into existence mm. by faith Abel brought God a better offering than Cain did by faith he was commended as righteous when God spoke well of his offerings and by faith Abel still speaks even though he is dead mm. the faith effect had an effect on Abel's life yes. by faith Enoch when warned about things not yet seen in holy fear built an ark to save his family by f- his faith he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness that is in keeping with faith by faith abraham when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance obeyed and went even though he did not know where he was going yes. by faith he did this by faith He made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city with foundations, whose architect and builder is God. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I want to live by faith. I want to have the faith effect on my life. And by faith, even Sarah who was past childbearing age, was it able to bear children because she considered him faithful who made the promise. And so from this one man and as good as dead came descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as countless as the sand on the seashores. All these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance. They didn't see that their their, uh, descendants were going to be as multiple as the sand on the seashore. They didn't see that, but they welcomed it. They said, I know that's God's promise. I can see it from a distance. That's living by faith.
0: Nothing bumped them. Nothing
1: bumped them. Nothing.
0: When they died, they're still living.
1: They're still living by faith. Admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth. People who say such things show that they are looking for a country of their own. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, Mm -hmm. many of us, that's when we get bumped. We start thinking about the country that we left. Start going back to the fun of the world. Looking back. back, you know. But we are strangers in this land. And God has called us to live by faith and look towards this. Listen to this. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had the opportunity to return. I don't want to return to that Mm -hmm. instead they were longing for a better country god's fun (laughs) god's country the faith effect and living by faith it is a better country a heavenly one Mm -hmm. therefore god is not ashamed to be called their god for he has prepared a city for them so we have all these stories, and it continues on. That's where I'm going to stop. But it continues on in Hebrews 11 there, telling about more people who lived by faith. A life lived for Jesus is full mm-hmm. of faith. It's not returning to the former, former things or longing for the world, but it's longing for a better country. Yes. All of these ancients, that's what Hebrews called them at the beginning of that chapter, but all these ancients allow their stories, their lives... To tell the story of Jesus. Yes, Their faith brought them the blessed assurance, the full assurance that following Jesus is the only way yes. to go. And so when I was thinking about assurance, man, just a hymn from my childhood just came to my heart. And you guys, all of you who grew up on hymns, know uh, the song I'm thinking of, but it's Blessed Assurance. And I just wanted to read to you just the first verse. You're not gonna sing it. (laughs) If I was, you know, one of our awesome worship team members, I could sing it for you, (laughs) but I'm not. But I am gonna read it to you because the words are powerful. Uh, I'm just gonna read you the first verse and then the chorus, but it says blessed assurance, Mm. Jesus is mine oh what a foretaste of glory divine heir of salvation purchased of god born of his spirit washed in his blood this is the chorus it says this is my story this is my song praising my savior all the day long this is my story this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. So one evening, Fanny Crosby, who wrote this story, who wrote this hymn, mm-hmm. and 8,000 other ones, by the way, <laughs> she was with her friend and composer. I looked this up and I just wanted to read this to you. Uh, Phoebe Palmer Knapp was visiting her and he played a tune on the piano. And he would ask Fanny, he said, What does that sound like? And Fanny responded, It sounds like this blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Mm. And then Phoebe and Fanny then continued to sing the melody and write the lyrics together. So I had this thought. When Fanny heard the tune, she heard Jesus. Yes. Whatever tune is going on in your life right now, let it be Jesus. Let it be Jesus. Let your tune, let your life full of faith, walk by faith, and let your story be mm-hmm. Jesus. Jesus. Our story needs to be Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Not returning to the old country, <laughs> but longing for the better country that God has for us. Yes. So what is, what is your story being Jesus, Jesus, Jesus? What does that look like? To give us just kind of a, a an example of that,
0: yeah. Well, um, you know, I think a great example of it, and and this probably surprises no one, uh, but it's something that we need to remember, uh, is found in Acts uh, chapter two, uh, where we see the faith effect at work again. You know, in in, we, in Acts we see it at work in, in Paul's life, where you know he was Saul persecuting the church, uh, and he and he met Jesus and transformed his life, that faith effect on him. Uh, And we see it earlier in the book of Acts, in Acts uh, chapter two, uh, where uh, there is the outpouring of the Holy Spirit and Peter stands and preaches to the crowds that have gathered uh, in Jerusalem um, for that special day that God had been preparing for, for hundreds Mm. of years. And he, he gets up and preaches Jesus. And proclaims christ and and many people put their faith and trust in jesus uh, on on that day and this is what it says i'm not going to read the whole sermon to you but he's he's preaching uh, jesus and then acts chapter 2 verse 37 uh, it says this when the people heard this they were cut to their heart and said to peter uh, and the other apostles brothers what shall uh, we do uh, so this message is affecting them and they're wanting to know you know uh, we recognize we need to do something uh, what do we need to do and and these are probably uh, god-fearing uh, Jews and god-fearing people from all over uh, the world uh, who are seeing Jesus for the first time and realizing that what they've been doing isn't isn't exactly enough and they need some shifts uh, and changes uh, in in this and so verse thirty eight, Peter replied, uh, "Repent and be baptized, every one of you." So you know, repentance is a change word. It's it's I'm affected by the message of Christ That's by right. seeing Jesus yes. for who He is, yes. and my life is going one direction. And repentance means I'm turning it mm. and shifting it completely uh, so that That's it's right. going yeah. uh, in a different uh, direction. It, it, it's kind of it's kind of recognizing that. I've been living one way, and now I'm going to live another right. way. I've been living yeah. for myself or, or for whatever else that people live for, and now I see Jesus and I'm going to live for Him. That's right. I'm going to live uh, for Jesus, which is, which is what Abraham did. Mm-hmm. You know, God shows yeah. up and, and he, God says, hey, you've been doing all this, and yeah. I want you to live this way. Yeah. And he left it all. That's right. And didn't even you know what exactly what it would look That's like, right. and, and, yeah. and his story. And his song mm-hmm. were from from that day forward were for the Lord and to bring him That's glory right. and honor. Yes. Says, he says, Repent and be baptized in verse 38 uh, in the name of Jesus Christ uh, for the forgiveness of your sins. See there it's Jesus again, right? And and you read that in Hebrews 10. And that Hebrews 10, 18, there mm-hmm. through, it's just mm-hmm. it's just Jesus. Jesus, 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 yes. Jesus right. is our hope and our trust yes. and our faith, our lives, right. our Christ and Christ uh, alone. Uh, and, and Paul, incidentally, uh, he was so transformed by the grace of God. Uh, he was so affected by it that he says in Philippians 1.21, you know, he used to, to live uh, to, to persecute the church. And he says in Philippians 1, he says, now I live, he says, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Yeah. He said, that's my story. Yeah. That's my song. It's that's Christ right. and Christ Lord. That's right. Verse 39, it says, it says uh, uh, um, back to 38, uh, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. How can receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit not affect us? That's right. How can it not yes. uh, change us? Verse 39, you know, the promise uh, is for you and for your children, Mm. and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. And I know that God's calling, and maybe He's calling uh, right now. Uh, Verse 40, with many other words He warned them, and he pleaded with them, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Right? We don't want to live in this corrupt generation. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be counted among that number. That's we right. don't want to walk with them or live like they do or be a part of them. We want to be saved uh, from them uh, and we want to be brought into the generations of the people of God. That's right. Verse 41, it says, those who accepted his message were baptized And about three thousand were added to their number that day. So they heard the message they saw jesus in his preaching and they accepted they received Mm. that message that was preached to them it's like what we read in first corinthians 15 he says he says this is the gospel i preached which you have received and you've taken your stand on this gospel you have held firmly uh, to uh, your faith in jesus christ Three thousand people in this crowd accept this message they're baptized and they now uh, ho- are holding fast to the message of Christ. Uh, they have put mm-hmm. their faith and trust in him. Yes. Uh, they are now living by faith in Jesus Christ. Right. Now now the rest of Acts chapter 2 describes these people. It describes how different they are, uh, how changed they are, how affected uh, they have been uh, by uh, this. Mm. And it begins in verse 42 by saying this, they devoted themselves. So I think a, a great way uh, to uh, to see if we have been affected by Jesus or not right. is to look at our devotion. Are yes. we devoted? Right. Those that you read about mm-hmm. there, they were devoted. Yes. It says that they were living by faith all the way up till the point where they right. died they right. died living in their right. uh, faith. Yes. Uh, so so maybe you maybe you don't know if you've been bumped a little bit mm. or not by all this kind of stuff. Uh, uh, maybe you're not sure, you know, maybe you're saying I'm still living by for Jesus. Yeah. I'm still yeah. living by faith in Christ, but a good way to tell is to look at your devotion. Are you devoted? These people who have heard this message, the effect that it has had on them is that they have now Devoted themselves. I like that because it's like a personal choice Mm -hmm. that they've made. Mm They recognize Jesus. They recognize the importance of living for Him, and they recognize that that means that they've got to be devoted to it. They've got to be devoted to Him, and so they nobody else had to devote them. They devoted themselves. Yes. Yes. And then it describes their devotion. Mm. It says they devoted themselves, and maybe you say, "Well, what should I be devoted to?" Uh, Here you go. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. They're devoted to the Word of God. So maybe, you know, great question tonight, if we just want to get off in people's business Mm. and and (laughs) let the Holy Spirit uh, convict us is, is to ask you, are you devoted tonight? Are you devoted to the Word of right. God or or if you really take an honest look at your life has your devotion to God's word uh, been bumped a little bit mm. uh, has your passion for his word uh, ha- has it decreased uh, has your time spent in his word uh, has has that been bumped for for other things uh, are you still excited uh, to to get up on Sunday morning and hear the preacher preach the word uh, of God Are you devoted to the word of God? If you're if you're not, if you can honestly look and say my devotion to God's word has Mm -hmm. has been bumped a little bit, uh, then then uh, then uh, then, you know, maybe it's time for just allow the Holy Spirit to speak and to redevote ourselves. They devoted our, themselves once. I think when we recognize things Sweet. are shifting and slipping, yeah. we can devote uh, ourselves again, Sweet. and to be honest and say, you know what, Maybe maybe some things have bumped me mm. a little bit because I'm not devoted the way that I should be. Uh, devoted they devoted themselves to the apostles teaching and then it says uh, they that they devoted themselves to the fellowship right. and to the breaking of bread so they were devoted to the coming together of the church the coming together mm-hmm. of the people of god a great way to look at your devotion to jesus and, and to measure it is what does your devotion to the church look like Uh, have you allowed things to to bump you uh, to where you don't love the church like you should you're not devoted to the church uh, like you should you're not attending uh, you're not giving uh, you're not praying uh, you're not worshiping uh, you're not coming together with the people of god and encouraging them are you devoted to the church if we're living by faith in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. A powerful evidence of it is our passion and our love mm-hmm. and our devotion to his church, That's right. to his bride, yes. to his body. Yes. We will love it and be committed to it and will and will be uh, and will be and will be those who come together and don't forsake uh, the coming right. together yeah. uh, of the of the saints. Are you devoted to the fellowship? And then it says they were devoted to the breaking of bread. This is like a great representation of communion uh, and the Mm. new covenant. Are you devoted to the new covenant uh, that you have entered into through the blood of our Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ? Are you devoted to relationship uh, with him? Are you devoted to that covenant? and then it says and to prayer uh, how's your devotion uh, to prayer are you devoted to praying and, and to calling out uh, on the lord and and to and to bringing him uh, your every need and to coming into his presence with thanksgiving mm. and, and, yeah. and worship uh, i know these are i know these are tough uh, questions uh, but but they're good ones right because Because it's the Holy Spirit helping us to maybe see that we've been bumped off course a little bit and that we need to make some corrections and get back on track. People uh, who are living by faith in Jesus Christ are a devoted people. Right. Uh, they're devoted to the Word of God. Yes. Uh, they're devoted to the church, the coming together of the church. They're devoted to the new covenant. Mm-hmm. They are devoted to prayer. Uh, I know that those are like, you know, just kind of the basic things, you know, are you reading your Bible? Are mm-hmm. you going to church? Mm-hmm. Are you praying? But man, isn't it interesting how those things, when, when we're not living by faith, right. those things get affected. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and the scary thing is when, when we start to 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 waver in our devotion mm-hmm. to the word mm-hmm. and to the church and to prayer and to the new uh, covenant right. when we start to waver in that we we are then moving away from the things that mm-hmm. strengthen our faith mm-hmm. and help us so, yeah. we're, so we're just headed down a, 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 a headed in a bad direction uh, that if we don't have uh, some Holy Spirit help That's to right. correct us and get yes. us back uh, on course uh, then then we can really start to drift from the faith because those things that strengthen mm-hmm. our faith mm-hmm. you know, are the things that we are uh, are moving away right. from yeah. how's your devotion yeah. tonight are you devoted yeah. to Jesus are you living for him you say pastor i don't know how's your devotion to the church mm-hmm. to the word of god uh, to prayer are you devoted uh, to these things if you are uh, then then those things are going to help you uh, to live by faith. Uh, if you're not, then man, the Holy Spirit's speaking to us yeah. tonight and calling us back uh, on track uh, so that we will be a people uh, right. who are devoted to living for mm-hmm. uh, Jesus. Because joy, as Joy said, that's where the fun is. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's right. where life is. <laughs> that's where abundant life is. I've never met anyone, anyone ever, never, not once, mm-hmm. who was completely devoted, crazy devoted to Jesus who regretted it. Mm. I've never met anybody who said, That's man, right. I'm just I'm just living for Jesus with everything I have. It's terrible. Yeah, I've never ever heard that. No way. But you do hear the other. Yeah. Yeah. I struggle with That's devotion. Right. I wish That's I right. could live for him. Yeah. You can. That's right. You have the Holy Amen. Spirit's help. Tonight, if you're uh, feeling like maybe you've been bumped a little bit and wavering with your devotion, uh, let's allow the Holy Spirit uh, speaking to us and calling us tonight. Uh, to uh, to correct us and get us back on track, and let's pray together and just yes. and just uh, and just devote ourselves as they did. They devoted themselves. Let's devote ourselves, right. redevote ourselves. Maybe right. tonight. Yeah. Maybe tonight is your first time. You need to devote yourself. That's right. You need to trust in Jesus. Or maybe you know you've been bumped a little bit, wavered a little bit, and you need to recommit and redevote yourself mm-hmm. uh, tonight. Uh, to living by faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You won't ever regret it. Pray with me. Uh, I'll lead us. Let's pray a prayer uh, of devotion. Let's pray together. Uh, Lord Jesus, help us to see you tonight for who you truly are. Help us to see you as the only begotten Son of God, as the Messiah, as the Christ, as the Holy One of God, as the one who holds the words of life, as the only Savior and Lord, as the only way to the Father, as the only truth. Help us to see you tonight, Lord, as our only hope of abundant life and our only hope of eternal life. Help us to see you tonight, Lord, as the only worthy lamb of God and to know that you alone are worthy of our lives and that you are worth us laying down everything else and devoting ourselves to living for you and for you alone. Lord, if we have wavered in our devotion, we just repent tonight and we just declare that we devote ourselves to you, Jesus, that we devote ourselves to the word of God, that we devote ourselves to the church, to the coming together of the saints that we are devoted to our new covenant relationship with you and with your body, with your bride, and that we are devoted to prayer, that we will be a people who seek you and worship you and call out on you and intercede and bring our requests that we will be a people of prayer. Amen. We pray this in Jesus' mighty name.
1: Help
0: us, Jesus. if you have not devoted yourself to jesus but tonight you want to devote yourself for the first time and make him your lord and savior let's just pray together lord jesus Jesus. i open up my heart i accept you as lord i accept you as savior and i declare that i'm devoting myself to you to live for you all of my days i believe in you i believe you died on the cross for my sins I believe you were buried. I believe you rose again on the third yes. day. I receive your forgiveness, and I take my forever stand with both of my feet on you. Yes. I will stand on you and live devoted to you yes. all of my days. You, I pray this in Jesus' mighty name. And all God's people said, amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Let's live for Him, and let's be devoted. Uh, to him. Uh, Let's let our devotion uh, show, like Joy said, so that everyone who sees us knows that Jesus is our story and that he is our song. Let your devotion shine. God bless you. See you Sunday. Bye.